So can we take it back like <laughs> 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 somebody else introduced the show? And we back talking about Ruthie at the five save lives. And do period pool. Ow. <laughs> That's not how you're introduced to the show. That's how we are. That's what we we here. <laughs> Yep, that's how we coming on today. On, oh, God. Back with do the Do Not Resuscitate. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> welcome or welcome back to another episode of the Do Not Resuscitate podcast, where we are pulling the plug on things that we are no longer allowing to serve us. Um, let's get into these introductions, because y'all got me all the way messed up today. Do we? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I'm all flustered and blushing and stuff, and I'm chocolate. That's why it's so cute. <laughs> we can't we can't see it, but we can see it, girl. <laughs> oh god, not that uh innocent laugh when we know. know. It's one of those for real. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey y'all, hey, it's Denise, your favorite runway model. Whoa, Everybody. whoa, whoa. Did she just try to step on all our toes? Uh, oh, uh-uh. sorry. Look, I'm sorry. Okay, well, that's okay. <laughs> hey, everybody. It's Nicole, the <laughs> N and DNR. Hmm, I'm still upset that Denise just tried to it wasn't. Great. It wasn't intentional. Um, Hi, guys. It's Rathia, the one that's always getting attacked. Oh, God. Here we go. Back, go <laughs> Back with the bullshit. Are, are you going to introduce yourself? But you, we always ask for your input. The people may or may not know who he is. Canned beats. <laughs> With the dramatics. Can okay, well, beats. welcome, Canned Beats. <laughs> welcome to another episode of Do Not Resuscitate Podcast, Canned Beats. I am honored that I was asked to introduce myself. Thank you. See, I was being nice today. I've been you being are, nice. You, you, like actually, you've been nice since you came in the door. Yes. This today. week. <laughs> I was going to say something, but I'm not. Um, so how y'all been feeling? Um, Heavy lately, but I'm good now. That's good. That's yeah, good. we've been going through a lot, so I get it. I'm good. You sure? Yeah. I just got back from Philly. How was Philly? Like, like, Philly is whack. Philly and Philly? Whoa, whoa. Philly is whack. <laughs> I was not expecting that. The concert was amazing. Okay, okay. well, I mean, so, I guess that yeah. makes up for the city. The concert city. was amazing, but Philly, I thought I was in, like, Milwaukee slash Indiana. <laughs> oh, it was real ghetto? <laughs> Dude, so yeah, I was all, like, like, dingy looking. I'm Damn. Like, yeah, you was like, off of East, 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 East. Man, it looked like the, was the upper east side or the lower east side? <laughs> everywhere, but, I mean, it was okay. She I mean, we had fun. Seriously. She's like, no, for real. Yeah, we had fun, but, you know, but it was still... It just was not. Was it just you two? It was just me and yeah, me and my friend Tabitha. It was her 40th birthday. Okay. She had never seen Jill Scott in concert, so I oh took that's her. nice. We had so but we had so much fun. Um yeah, I was glad I was ready to go home though. But then like <laughs> not ready to the go plane, home. Well, we got off. I came back Sunday, but we got off the plane 
in Chicago and then partied in Chicago so that we was at the hey. signature room in Chicago. So what else y'all doing in Chicago? I didn't go see nobody else. Okay. <laughs> no, I didn't. I was just like insinuating some things. No. Or no, I didn't. I didn't see my boo. Where's your okay. microphone? Because you over there sighing and making all these, you know, comments. Say Jill Scott again. Jill Scott. Okay. <laughs> well, you might have should have been there at the concert, but she did all that. <laughs> I, lo- I love. I love Jill. Yeah. I've loved her since day one. Me too. The first time I saw Jill Scott was at the um, Cincinnati Jazz Festival when she first came out. I'm talking about from the what's the what's the words and what's the name of the album? Um, who is Jill Scott? Oh yeah, who is yeah? Um, I saw her. I saw her her smile on the back of the cover. Mm-hmm. I didn't even see her face. I, I said she got a beautiful smile, she and is. I loved all the songs. And I was like, I knew I would love her. Yeah. <laughs> I knew I would love her. I knew I would love her. <laughs> I can yeah. tell sometimes you just meet somebody like I think I'm gonna love you. Yeah, like she just love. she just bring that whole vibe. I mean, mm-hmm. that's how she was. Like as she's um, performing, like you can tell, like she bringing her genuine self. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she'd be talking, having yeah, conversations. Yeah, she was talking, have a conversation. She was talking about no good niggas and raggedy heifers and all kind of stuff. So. Sounds like a do not resuscitate. Yeah, podcast. She right. Was, it was really. <laughs> oh, it was don't mess really around and have her down here. Don't. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> I'll risk. I'll risk it all. I'll risk it all. I feel you. All of it. All really? of it. What mm-hmm. else you got to risk? <laughs> I can call her. Oh, here she goes. <laughs> like she's starting already. <laughs> it was just a question. Like, what do you have to risk? Because I can make a phone call for you. Um, make sure it's worth. Her actually, I ain't got really nothing to risk right now. This is all for self. Yeah, I'll just be putting myself out there. Okay. Okay. I feel you. But everybody would know. If it ever came to be, y'all saw me, everybody would know. He finally got her. (laughs) (laughs) I want that for you, Tommy. Thank you. I think her son looks like my kids. I saw a picture of her son. I was like, Mm -hmm. that's that's my son. Okay. (laughs) So, you know, there was like a Dr. Phil episode (laughs) where where this lady was going around telling everybody that uh, Tyler Perry was her baby daddy. (laughs) Make sure you don't be on that show. I'm not going to do that. I'm not gonna do that. I, know, I know better. <laughs> Son, I'm his daddy. Hey. Okay, I'm on that too. I mean, I was telling people up. that Tyler Perry was Tyler God Daddy. Oh well, I mean, I can see, I can see how you came to that conclusion. I mean, I did ask him. He didn't respond, but I did ask him. <laughs> that's that's, that's how I got Tyler's name. I went to one of his plays, and. What did he say? I cannot remember exactly what he said, but he didn't he didn't agree, but I did ask him. Yeah. Okay, poor so, son. Because you named him after him as his godfather. Okay. I see how that went. He can come pick him up at any time too. <laughs> Listen, you gonna stop doing that to son. You gonna I'm stop not doing anything. I'm just saying, like he can go and probably give him he could be the next Zach. Tyler has a lot of personality. Put him on TV. Tyler definitely has a lot of personality, but a look who his mama is. I was saying, look who his mama, his mama is, but that's so. cool. But anyway, what's been going on with you? Look who his daddy is. The I don't know too. him. I know his mom. <laughs> Indeed, his father is definitely a character. We don't know that. Or name. three. Yeah, I mean, but you by five, so. 
All right. I was thinking seven, but that's <laughs> Michael. Five is okay. It's a compromise. Whatever. Um, my week been full. My last two weeks been really, really full and overwhelming. I went from jury duty to church on top of church on top of church on top of some old church. And it's been, it's not a bad thing, but it was just, I'm tired. Sounds like a lot of church. I'm tired. We went from revival to the members appreciation brunch till they asked me to join the choir for just a special program. So I've been rehearsing for that. Mm -hmm. Going to like, I've been, I've been there before. Come come on and do join this organization for a specific reason. And then six months later, you still in that organization. Mm -hmm. We had a mortgage burning ceremony. Um, the church paid off the uh, mortgage okay. uh, in 21 years versus the 33 that the loan was for. So that's yes. dope. But praise God. Woo, that's a lot of church. And church people will feed you. And that's a bad thing? I need to go to church. <laughs> like, I'm like, it's a lot. Like, they will feed you. I'm not understanding the problem. But, let's, right. but we have to be clear. You need to go to. I mean, it was church. great. It was right. Great. Yes. Oh, no, I don't. Great yes. church. It was great. My church, my church is Lutheran. Uh, Lutheran. Y'all probably Lutheran. eat like Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. I, I know what y'all eating. Y'all having like charcuterie boards, <laughs> cheese, and crackers, and grapes. <laughs> that's, 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 that's actually fire, but okay. <laughs> but it's not food, I, I, though. I know, no, but it ain't, the, it's it's ain't, ain't the. It's a snack. It ain't you know the yeah. green bean, the green beans. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. The repast green beans. Y'all be having like the potato so salad with the with raisins in it. Everybody's so creative because he like. I don't like that. No. You don't like what church you go to? Bethel. Where's that? If I tell you where it's at, I might show up for food. I'll be in the front, like, hey, I'm just here for the food. Praise God. It's on 26 in Concordia. Okay, I know where that is. I know exactly where that is. Yeah. I thought I heard the name, but you know, I'll stand up and be a new member, a new visitor. Any visitors in the house? They're gonna have food. They're gonna say yeah. any visitors in the house, I'm gonna stand up. You're gonna be like, oh Lord. No, I'm not. I'll be back there on um what's the thing? The soundboard. So like one of those. Oh, really? Yeah. That's what you do? Mm-hmm. Check you out. Yep. They didn't know what to do on Sunday when I was in the choir stand. <laughs> I was texting them like And why am I here? You need to be over here. Because you, have to you take are the soundboard to producer. the to the choir stand. <laughs> 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 Brother Kimbrough, just push. The button. <laughs> the button the that look like this. Up. I got them labeled where they right. at and the color of the microphone. Like blue mic, please. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it was fun though. I enjoyed it, but it was it was a lot. It was really overwhelming, and then it was like, oh, I'm tired. Like the trial was a lot. Also, you did get picked for a trial. Yeah, that yes. was that was that was a lot. That was. That was a lot. So I guess after that, going to church for that many days was necessary. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 
Look, I'm like, is he taking our picture? He's so doggone crazy. <laughs> no. no, he working on something, but okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's Tommy how my, don't be worried about that's how my, my week been. It's been it's been like that. Be like that sometimes. Yeah. So let's get into this the recap of the past three episodes, the Dear Diary episodes. How are y'all feeling? I don't want to call it the aftermath, but how are y'all feeling after each individual episode? Um, I feel like that was something that I probably um, have never fully expressed. Probably have, you know, had a conversation about it. But then I just, to be in the company of my co-hosts, my friends, my sisters, and the support and the questions, Mm -hmm. thought-provoking questions. Thank you, Tommy. <laughs> um it was it was needed. A girl fuck you should be coming <laughs> any moment now, but because she said thought provoking and then said Tommy. Like well he, like we didn't ask any. No, I, that's not what she said. <laughs> okay. Um I think girl fuck you. Girl fuck you. Okay. How long did I have I'm like, you yeah. had to hold that for like 10 seconds. Church. <laughs> well, Duffa, Duffa. <laughs> I think for me it was. Um, I mean, I I want to like kind of talk about all three episodes. Like, um, I think that as I went back home after each episode and kind of reflected, um, I felt like we found a place of freedom. Mm-hmm. You know, that we were able to express ourselves and then have people, the people around us supporting us and not really, um, um, not really like I didn't feel judged or right. I just felt supported, supported. and, and loved. I, I felt um, heard, um, seen, and believed, yeah. you know, all of those things. And I did have a moment of, um, and this I'm being like super transparent of, well, what happened to me wasn't quite as bad as, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's, it does, an imposter which is syndrome. kind of messed up because it's like sexual assault is sexual assault. And it's serious. You know what I mean? And it's serious no matter what, the fact that what happened to me, you know, is not the same thing that happened to you. It's not the same thing that happened here. So it's just like, I had to like, I'm like, what, why would I say that? Like, what, what mm-hmm. made me say that? So it, it was like, I was able to go home and reflect on a lot of things and be like, why are you still trying to minimize it? Mm-hmm. You know, when that really is, that's a big thing, Yeah, you know, but I think that that's sometimes that's what we do mm-hmm. to try to cope. And I think I'm at the point where I don't want to cope no more. I, let's let's deal with this for real. Let's let's really work on this healing. Yeah, I think for me, I have I'm still in a place of trying to protect everybody else, whether it's their feelings, their identity and stuff like that. So um, that's been something where it's like, no, I felt really good. I felt really free. I felt really um 
light after the episode but also heavy at the same time because mm-hmm. it's like i'm happy that i was able to get it out but at the same time i still feel heavy because i still feel this sense of responsibility mm-hmm. to um, protect other people or now just now that it's out there like what comes after this like i, I feel that sense of responsibility that maybe someone now is gonna reach out to me and it's mm-hmm. gonna be like ooh, i wouldn't i wouldn't prepare for that but um I was able to like have a moment with each of you. Like mm-hmm. for um Denise's episode, to me it was just like the relationship with your mother and how people don't understand it mm-hmm. and how it trickles down. I would say a lot of people feel that same way about me and Tyler. Like mm-hmm. me and him mm-hmm. are friends. Like our parents, mm-hmm. well, my my mother and how she was with her mother was I'm not your friend. Right. My like, we all were all the time. Yeah. I ain't one of your little friends. But here she is. I'm on Facebook. And one of my little <laughs> friends. Right. But for me, I see it in a different way. I see it as I still want my child to respect me, but I also want him to know that I am his best friend, his first friend. So I, I mean, the relationship is yeah. different. So I can um, a little unconventional, like on the outside looking in, it's unconventional. As but much as he, what, what they say was understood, don't need to be explained. Right? Like me and Tyler are good friends when when we're not beefing, because you know he's well, a teenager. And I be ready. But I get that because my like I I think I spoke about my mother was a very. Uh, she was a do as I say type of person. Mm-hmm. So then when I had my kids, I gave my kids options and choices and she hated it. She was like, they're kids. They just supposed to do whatever you say. But I hated it so much that I was like, no, I want them to have choices because mm-hmm. ch- children that don't know children that don't know how to make choices become adults that don't know how to make choices Ooh, talk about it okay you know, mm-hmm. so I, I would give them choices like it may and sometimes it wouldn't necessarily be the choices that they wanted but it was like if you do a this is what happens if you do b this is what happened but you was there Think to support them whichever decision that they made that, that you want to do so yeah. So yeah. So I feel like like you have an unconventional relationship. I have one, and then you have one with mm-hmm. your mom. So I don't think that it's uncommon. I think that sometimes people just don't. It's different generations it. too. Yeah. 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 We in a different time. Like we have to, we have to communicate with the youth now differently than maybe For sure. the time that. For sure. Was, you know, I us. feel like a lot of times now that whole do as I say mantra is going to go one ear and out the other anyway. So you might as well try to relate to them on their level. Seriously. Because at the end of the day, now time of 10, they're going to do what they want to do anyhow. So let right. me try to talk to you in a way that you understand exactly. rather than just I'm the parent and you're going to do what I say because I'm the parent. I mean, that's obvious. My mom said, do this. And what did I do? Yeah, I'll be like, son, take right. out the trash, and he'd be like, bro, I will do it tomorrow. <laughs> the trash. <laughs> like, you don't want to do it right now because it stinks. Can you? Can you please? No. Okay. Tomorrow morning, maybe. No. All right. I'll just take it out myself. <laughs> you looking at me like that's 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 how it goes. Like, okay, well, it'll get taken out somehow, but. I think we are more alike than we are different. Um, and I think those episodes kind of brought that out. Because even yeah. with, with your episode, I was just like, shit, do I really got to be my daddy friend? Do I really have to forgive him? Because I don't I don't mess with him. Uh, it's so freeing. I'm telling you. It is so freeing. Like, I know that um, 
is hurtful, but sometimes, like for me, I had to hear my dad's perspective. And when I heard his perspective, his point of view, I realized that some of my perspective was incorrect. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't know your full story about your dad. So, you know what I mean? And again, what's, what's for me may just be for me. That may not end up being your case, uh -huh. but I know that hearing his perspective showed me that some of my, what I thought was incorrect. And it also gave me more insight on him. Like, I think sometimes we don't know what our parents been through. And I know that's not an excuse mm -hmm. or whatever, but sometimes we just don't know what they've been like. How were they raised? Maybe he don't, they don't know how to do something. But I also understand that, too. Like, there are a lot of things we don't know how to do that our parents didn't teach you, but we know, we know how to do them now, right? You know, so you, but everybody just, yeah, ain't. So I don't know. I mean, that's something I, I think, think you should keep praying about. The difference like would it. be. I feel like just from hearing your story, your father was still at least around. Mm -hmm. For me, hearing my father say he's purposely moving to another state so he don't have to be bothered with us. Oh, that's he, different. He wanted to find a job. He knew that going back to Tennessee, he could find a job that would pay him under the table. So he, oh, so he would have wouldn't have to pay child support. But you have children there. Like, you only got to pay child support for us because you are legally married to my mother. Well, at the time was. So I think just hearing those words and him saying that he technically just didn't want me or didn't want to be bothered with us. Yeah, that's a, that's that, a different story. I think that hurt it more. And I know somewhere in the back of my mind, I blame him for me being molested because it was like, you're my dad. You were supposed to protect, protect me. me. Like, yeah. So you're supposed to be the my fact that you left, like, why, why weren't you there? You're my first line of protection, and you intentionally left. So it's like, uh, so you got exposed. The hell was you doing? Like, was Tennessee that fun? Because it don't, it don't look that fun when I Google it. Right. I mean, that's different. That's a different. That's a different story. That's a different uh, scenario. So I don't know. But one thing that I think that we get confused though is forgiveness does not necessarily mean reconciliation for sure and then sometimes you, know. you have to forgive for not not them you're forgiving you're forgiving them but you're forgiving them for yourself for yourself. so it's you not don't about them so you're not carrying around that baggage anymore um you're not as heavy anymore because mm -hmm. the forgiveness is not it's not for them it's for me it's for mm -hmm. my own healing it's for my own peace of mind yeah, it's the the accepting an apology that I'll never get. Mm -hmm. I think right. I tried to have a conversation with him, but it wasn't for me. I tried to have a conversation with him years ago for Tyler. Like it was like, okay, well, I kind of do want you to meet him, have your own, you know, what I'm saying take on him. Mm -hmm. And yeah, he was drunk, and it was just like, yeah, this is going nowhere fast. So it was like after that, I think I was just like. I tried. I gave up. Well, yeah, because now you're saying this is my child. I'm supposed to. I'm going to protect my child. Right. Like you did not you didn't protect, protect me. me. But I'm going to protect right. mine. And right. what you're not about to do is you hurt me, but you're not about to hurt him. Because, yeah, I understand that. I will push him in front of a moving uh, bus. Well, what? I guess I better get my bail money together. Listen. <laughs> no, leave me in there. I probably need to learn my lesson. <laughs>
I'm gonna leave you in there you. for I'm gonna leave you in there for 24 hours, but after that we coming to get you. Yeah, we got you. 24 hours? I no, that's too long. <laughs> <laughs> Once they do this with my little finger, I'm <laughs> <laughs> ready to go. She said, "I learned, I learned my lesson. Once I got my mug shot, listen, they ain't gonna let me do this." <laughs> No, they ain't got no filters in there. Absolutely not. <laughs> me, girl, and they gonna make you take that wig. I was gonna say, and the wig ain't gonna be on. Child. Oh, I'm really gonna laugh. I'm gonna be, <laughs> they gonna be like, she did it. She's fucking guilty. <laughs> and then I'm gonna be at the uh, the gas station buying a little book that all of the people. The uh, mug shots of the people that went to jail. I'm, I'm gonna be at the trial like, uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> That's free, free, free Ruthie oh, until it's backwards. I love you, Ruthie. <laughs> <laughs> Go t shirts and buttons. I'm so, I'm telling you, y'all gotta have some wigs or something because you know, we gonna, I keep a wig. Well, what we gonna do is what they did this summer, we're gonna have a party outside the jail, okay? Hey. I should have yeah. went down there. Everybody come. <laughs> no, I shouldn't. Everybody come with your best wig on. <laughs> or or not. I like or not because sometimes be a little raggedy. Like this one. I should probably throw it away. It's way before the uh pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, add a little water, a little blue magic. <laughs> you better put some water on that shit. <laughs> Keep it moving, you know. It's hair. They said it's human. <laughs> they said it's human. <laughs> Who is they? <laughs> Medulla.com. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, it's South African, that, don't it? They, they do. They age. You already know. You know what they're doing. <laughs> Come on, they now. They got me. They got gotcha you, me. Exactly what to do. <laughs> they'll get me again because they got to say Medulla because all the niggas don't think we African. Yeah. yeah, no. Sound like straight from the motherland. <laughs> I oh, appreciate well. them. I do. Whatever. <laughs> Even if y'all is lying to me in my face, I shall appreciate it. <laughs> y'all, I'm being attacked again, guys. <laughs> Girl, you started it. You? The fuck? I said I was gonna have a whole party for you. Invite me though. Don't just leave me in there. I don't want to be a cell block D. <laughs> but we're gonna be outside protesting to get you out of cell block D. That's the I whole told you purpose. once they do this to my finger, I'm ready to go. <laughs> Like we gonna do our very best. That's what. But if they don't, if they don't let you out after that, then we gotta throw the party first. I don't know. I'm sorry, I've never been incarcerated. I'm looking at Denise because I feel like (laughs) I've never. I've been there, but I've never been. I've never been incarcerated. Sorry. Yeah. It just got dark in the hallway. I got scared. I've been. I went once, twice, but I don't remember. They fingerprint you though. Mm -hmm. Oh man, that's too much. I don't think I have. What I had going on. I want to look. Who was it? James Brown who had the crazy mug. I yes. want to look just Man. like that. I want to be he smiling. Looked, I want my hair to be like his hair was definitely like I'm black and I'm proud. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it was getting. Mine's is more to gonna get Homer Simpson. I only got a couple strands up there. Oh jeez. Somebody, somebody, please come get this lady. Um, I love her, but she need she needs to be um gotten. Uh, Whatever. Anyways, um, was there anything on your episode that you can think of that? Sorry, my, my sister is so ghetto. Is there anything on or your episode? Or is it you that's the one that's ghetto because your phone ain't on silent? It's on vibrate. Oh, oh man. Anyways, not, not, not 
ain't. I can't help it that my vibrator vibrate better than yours. Oh, got okay. the AAA batteries. <laughs> no, it's, it, um, it, it's a plug in that came from oh. uh, what's me? Commercecandyclosa.com. There you go. Gonna put that plug in. <laughs> yeah, that's what. Oh, and she having a March Madness sale. Forty percent off everything, excluding gift cards. I would say get the what? twice really? as nice. Okay. It has multiple speeds and it plugs in. Yeah, it sure plugs in. Mm -hmm. Keeps a nice charge. Yep, and it's waterproof. Good to know. Oh, did you hear that? It's waterproof. <laughs> waterproof. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> anyway, back to my. <laughs> point. Shout out to Mimi for the plug, though. Yes. Um. Is there after have y'all listened to your episode? No, I did not. Are y'all serious? I wasn't ready. Ain't she calling you now? That's my daughter. <laughs> That's my daughter. I haven't. I, I have it. I'm gonna be really honest. I, I I'm not actually I sure that ready. I will. I wasn't ready. I I don't know. Mm. But okay. I probably should. No. Is there anything? Well, even just thinking back, is there anything that you feel like you left out or that you would like to? like include or add on because i know we we had a chance to kind of say our piece and then go into the uh conversation with each other but is there anything that you would either like to add on to your own uh episode or to add on to someone else's because i listened to my episode congratulations i'm happy for you like the very next day that's great i love that for you I needed to hear myself in real time in the raw emotions, mm -hmm. and it was hard. Is that a part of your healing? How did how did that make you feel like when you were listening to it, like the playback? So we know what the raw emotions were in that moment, but mm -hmm. then going back and listening to it, and you're almost bringing yourself back to that place in that moment. It was hard, but I also think that, like you said, it was it was very healing because I needed to hear how I feel. When I'm expressing, like I'm in a moment, so I'm just I'm saying all these things, but I haven't had a platform to where I can just speak completely freely. Mm -hmm. Um, as well as it was like, wow, I really have never said this out loud before, or <clears throat> just thinking, geez, I, I really didn't take the time to process those emotions. Mm -hmm. Like I literally had to in that moment just jump into mode and be a parent. So that was right, the first time right. we actually saying it out loud or even just kind of like thinking about it so it was something that i noted that i'm like okay i probably should take the time to process it so it was hard but mm -hmm. it was like I, I listened to it a part of it at work and then when i went home i finished it and i actually took notes for myself of different things that i noticed that's triggering <laughs> for me mm -hmm. so that i can use it as a healing tool so I do have a question. Like I remember you were saying that it happened at your house. Mm -hmm. um, how was it like being there after that happened in the house? Like, what, did you move? Did you just stay and deal with it, it, or you just buried it? I buried it after. And did I, you tell anybody? No. Nope. Like, when was the the first time you told anybody about that particular thing? Not it wasn't on the podcast, was it? No. So. Yeah. I had kind of mentioned it to the friend who introduced me. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. I kind of mentioned it to her and she didn't really give me, and I just seen her the other day, but I don't feel like she gave me any reason to feel vulnerable to talk to her. Mm. So I didn't okay. really like go into too many details or whatever. Um, but um, it was that instant. And then there was another time where 
when I was dating the other guy and he said, dang, I did. I, I thought that was yours, you know, on the lines of that the guy had told him. Mm-hmm. That was another time where it was like, this is my time to tell or whatever. But I had brought it up in um, pieces with my therapist. Um, mm-hmm. I did send it to her and she listened to it. And she was like, there was a lot in there that you did not tell me. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, yeah, that's why I sent it to you because I was able to just kind of let it all out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay, so, on the podcast was really like my first mm-hmm. time saying it. So that session after we you did that <clears throat> podcast and you sent it to your therapist, how was your session with her? Your next session with her? It was so. I mean, the first session was really good, but that that next session, like she had texted me, right? She mm-hmm. was like. I'm listening to it and I'm just so proud of you and how you're navigating. She was like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna go back and listen, like and finish. But she just kept reassuring me how like proud she was. And mm-hmm. I felt a little bit more close to her mm-hmm. because it was like, okay, we got everything out now. Um, so it was more of a a conversation versus just like I feel like I'm giving her bits and pieces. Right. So. It was easier. The next session was a lot easier. That's good. That's awesome. I can't wait for the next one, girl, because I got some stuff to say, honey. I loved it. About love raising a teenager. <laughs> yeah, I love that for you. That's pretty awesome. I think um I have like I said, I haven't listened to mine. Um but I will. I'll, I'll eventually um I think I'm gonna listen to it on the way home, go back and listen to it. But I think I, after I realized <laughs> that I had healed more than I thought that I did, mm-hmm. I, I was expecting when I did the episode to just cry through the whole episode. Really? When I didn't, you know what I mean? It was a one moment where I, you know, I had that, that brief moment, but I, I thought well, I was going to be tears more ready with you. I was like, yeah, are we crying? Because I'm a crier. <laughs> Yeah, I, I thought I was going to be a little bit more emotional, but that I realized later, like, okay, mm-hmm. so you've done a lot of a lot more healing than you realize. But also, too, I know that about about maybe about two, maybe three years ago, I worked really, really hard on on my healing. Mm-hmm. Like I worked so hard, like I was very intentional. And then as I was dating, and like something would happen, and I may be triggered or whatever the case might be, and then I would be like, okay. Why did that trigger you? Mm-hmm. Like, let's go, let's go to the root of the problem. Like, why did that trigger you so hard? Or why did that make you feel that way? Like, what's really going on with you? So I have I started to like to ask myself those type of questions as I was dating. Mm-hmm. And then like, what are you gonna do about it? Like okay, in this self-reflection. I that's what I had to do because it was just like um that's what I'm paying my therapist for. So she like, she asked me all those questions. But you know, like, Girl, I don't know Mine was a year. It was um I, I did that like it was a whole year of, of of self-reflection. And it started off like at church and our pastor he preached for uh, I, I don't know a good while on self-love. Mm-hmm. At the beginning of I don't know what year it was, but it was during the pandemic and he preached he preached on that and that really um minister to me because it was something that I knew that I was struggling with, you know? And so I'm like, I always put everybody before me and I always like, I'll commit to Denise before I commit to Nicole. Cause it's harder. You know what I mean? For sure. It's, it's a lot harder. For sure. It's but... definitely harder to 
do something for yourself mm -hmm. versus doing something for somebody else. I can mm -hmm. easily give of myself to other people, mm -hmm. but then when it comes to me, I, I feel like a lot of us are very self-neglecting because like you said, it's easier to it's give easy. of myself to other people. I, I, can, I can show up for everybody else. For when sure, but showing up. When I have to look at myself mm -hmm. in the mirror, I have to face. Oh, what, I don't have no problem looking at me in the mirror, bitch. Okay. But she's okay. talking about really looking at herself. Looking, but I think looking that, at your soul. I think it's because we want to hide from ourselves. Like we we try to hide, we try to hide from um the things that we're running from. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We really don't want to face it. So I think that we just and again, that's why that's why it's easier in. to give to everyone else but mm -hmm. yourself because having to having to face that the reality mm -hmm. of who i am what <laughs> i've done where i'm going mm -hmm. what's or, next am i really gonna heal from this right you know all of not healing is no longer an option that's it it's just not an option it's okay. not an option it can't right. be an option like we have to we have to heal, you know what I mean? Not only for ourselves, but we have to heal for our children and our children's children, children. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. we gotta, like taking care of us I ain't trying to be no can also help. Yeah, I get you. I'm, I'm saying one day, maybe. No, never. <laughs> <laughs> you said it's fun. You it's give fun. kids candy you let them do then that. Yes. Then leave them. Give them a whole bunch of candy and you take them mom, I used to do that. Yeah, my kids, they were mad at me. <laughs> I told my, like, they had me babysit and I gave them all whatever they wanted. And then my son was like, Mom, did you feed them? Did they eat? I was like, um, <laughs> They oh, had yeah. chips. He had ice cream, two candy bars, a brownie, <laughs> some Skittles, Damn. and a Pepsi. Oh, <laughs> not in a Pepsi. You should be straight. <laughs> give him no noodles? No noodles? No. He was like, Mom, Blake. I was like, That's what we ate. That's what he wanted. <laughs> or another time, my baby said, and they told wow. the kids, told the whole house up, and they came back. They was like, Mom, you like the terrible I said, You need to teach your kids some home drinks. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good you one. You need to teach your kids some home training. <laughs> like, I mean, some home training. Like and they was like, the houses. What, what happened? I said, they, my only job was to make sure they didn't die. That's it. They, they still alive. But, they 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 died, but did they die? They had did everything. I was like, well, you, you, that's, you know, you're teaching them how I'm trying. I see y'all later. <laughs> Bye. The whole house was told up. Have you babysat at their house again? They probably banned her from the house. <laughs> um. After that, they. Yeah, they, I think they banned me. <laughs> and you can still babysit, but at your house. Mm -mm. You said, no, that ain't, that ain't how this But they works. older now. There's no problem. They just got, they got tablets, so they don't tear up nothing. Mm. They just use up all the Wi-Fi. <laughs> you can run out of Wi-Fi? <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> Whoa, my mind was like, what? <laughs> the sheer look of terror on her face. You can run out of Wi-Fi? <laughs> <laughs> in a minute spectrum ain't <laughs> you got like eight boxes in your house you ain't I'm never running out of my plug you ain't never running out of wi-fi i bet the best wi-fi i ever had is t-mobile i'm not lying to you 
Mm-mm. I'm serious. They everything be connected. My phone, my tablet, Corey, her phone, her tablet, his game, his tablet, the two TVs, and we don't have no problems. Fifty dollars a month. That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> let me let me put you on games. Right. I'm serious. We like, plugging people. But yeah, so um back to the topic because you know we go way off. But that's okay. Down the rabbit hole with the it. other rabbit. That's okay. It's, it's all part of it. But um, um, again, as I continue to self-reflect, I just man, I started looking at the different relationships that I had, and I was like, "Girl, you was doing way too much." You know what I mean? Like not realizing the effect. Like mm-hmm. daddy issues is real. Even Listen. though I'm, even though again I keep saying this because I don't want anybody to to say to him like she bad mouthing because that's not the case. Yeah, y'all we can tell Jordan I bad mouth him. Yeah, like we good. Tell him, please no. do. He from okay, Tennessee. Well, different. We good. Like our relationship is is great. You know what I'm saying? But you still have leftover stuff. And then in the times when it wasn't great, mm-hmm. you know. It how it I took that into different relationships, and then also to like the relationship with myself, you know, not not feeling like I was worthy of certain things, and um, I just had had this conversation with somebody. So I dated this one guy, and he was a corporate, like high up in corporate mm-hmm. America, and I didn't feel like I was worthy of him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But even though at the end of the day, dude was a buster. Like he was a straight up buster. Well, can we can we pause and yeah. just age check Nicole for calling him a buster? <laughs> Sucker. He wasn't about nothing. Tommy understood all that. He was like, I got <laughs> like straight up. I mean, I'm I probably got some other words, but like dude was wasn't about nothing. You know, at the end of the day, but see, because I had this mindset that because he was corporate and mm-hmm. he made all of this money and he the was titles. this and he was that, that, oh my God, I, am I really worthy of this? And so I found myself like, like changing things about myself. Like I could not 100% be me. Why do you feel like you needed to adjust who you were to? That, appease him that go back to self-love and, and also go back to my upbringing never feeling like oh, i was right enough. right you know what i mean never being told mm-hmm. you know you know what i'm saying or made to feel like like i was enough and also in all honesty hearing always hearing my mom would be like you better get that corporate nigga you get what i'm saying and yeah. make it like her saying and not her not really realizing what she was saying but mm-hmm. but they you know sometimes parents say stuff that we it stick with us mm-hmm. and then it you know it, this is exactly what happened so i just i remember all of that you know and i'm just like as i the relationship lasted probably about a year and i knew you know how you know like i knew but i was it was forced it was like i was really forcing it because i felt like well he a corporate dude so blah 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 he gonna be this he gonna no you felt like you a nigga it, is right? a nigga he was the catch what. and you was just yeah yeah absolutely meanwhile you are the catch absolutely we we didn't know her back then don't right <laughs> no i know what the fuck she was this for real long ago. this has probably just been a couple years ago she like, probably seriously. knew you 
Like this is <laughs> been, yeah, you you know y'all know me. This was just a couple years ago. I feel like I just met her. I mean, te- technically, the last three episodes, we've all just met each other on Man, a on a deeper that's, level. That's why I'm like, I feel like I'm just like I, I've known you, but I feel like I'm we, I the last three episodes. We we you know what? know each other on a deeper level. And we understand each other because mm-hmm. I damn for sure thought you was a white lady. <laughs> Not you, her. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I really thought. I just, I cannot. Tommy, would you be mad if I threw the mic at her? Because I, I don't really I'm have sure anything. Tom else. would probably be mad. <laughs> that's okay. I, ju- I just thought a cell phone stand. That's all right. That's that's Tom's too. Oh man, it costs less than the actual mic. <laughs> you don't know what he had to do for that. Wait, wait, right. don't throw the chair. Don't, don't throw the chair. Okay. Thank you, Tommy. No, he's saying he got the chair. I know what he's saying. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I don't really care about anything else, but the chairs, I got those. So don't don't throw those. No, I cannot. <laughs> but yeah, you I think that we all have, you know, gotten to know each other. But that's exactly what this podcast is about. Like I know a lot of people, they know me, but they don't know me. You know what I mean? Like even when I'm at a show, I'll be over there minding my business. Correct. You know, I'm just saying for the most part, I do. I'll be over I be in your suite, business. but other than that, I'll be minding my business. I had a whole suite, a VIP suite at that. And guess Everybody who's right up was in there? Guess who's right up in that thing? I'm just saying, okay, that's that's totally different. Like, we rock like that, so that's different. But I'm saying if I'm at a show and, and she not here or whatever, I'm... I'm I'd in the corner with my book or my doing, phone. Doing my right? Yeah. So people don't really know me. I think they I'm, I'm me, getting to know, know me as well. Yeah, I'm getting to sure. know this this new version of me, mm, um, the hill version. Yeah, and and it's it, you know it's a little scary, but at the same time it's it's necessary. Like mm. this version of me is so much cooler than what I thought. Like it's like look at you. That. Glowing and she facts. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean I'm enjoying the, the, the journey. Um, but I I'm I'm taking more notice of the things that is hindering me or that's catching me up. Mm-hmm. So recently I was asked, Have I ever been a victim of a crime? And immediately without thought, I was like, No. And right after it was like, But you why have. was that my answer? Right. And I don't know if it's the fact that I never said anything, so it's quote unquote not a crime technically by the law, but sexual assault is a crime. It absolutely for sure. Is. But somewhere in my mind it was just like no. And I don't know if it was the fear of saying it in that space or what, but it was just like is that during your during the trial. Yeah. And it was just like nope. Like I said it quick. Like no. And I just kind of want to sat back down. So I know that I that's probably something that I need to kind of work on getting comfortable with mm-hmm. because just to be asking and be like, no, I didn't I didn't think of it at all. Like it was just like, no. But, but that's yeah, why, why honest, do I not see that as a crime? To be, for honest, me? to be honest, if I was probably in your shoes in that moment, I probably would have said the same thing. But it was just like it was so natural, it was so quick, just mm-hmm. it was without a second no. thought, no. But remember like with me being sexually assaulted, I didn't, I had suppressed, I had pushed it down so far. It wasn't until I was in my thirties that I, it, it came face to face with me. So I think See. sometimes we just, you know, we use that as a, a defense. Yeah. 
I don't know. So for like, I know, yes, you you working on your healing, you dealing with it, but there's still going to be moments where, I'm just where we just draw back into it. You know yes. what I mean? Yeah. It just it it just it just happens. Yeah. But you recognize it, and it's not like immediately exactly. Like, and that trial was just last week, so you recognize it. So it's not like two years went by, and then you recognize was, you recognize like, immediately. So they gave us this list of questions, and it was. You know, have you ever, what do you do? What's your hobbies and stuff like that? And have you ever been a victim of a crime? And it was like, no. Like, it was just like, I was going through all the questions. Like, oh, my name is this. I'm a forklift driver. I like a creative arts. No, I haven't been a victim of a crime. And I literally just went and sat back down. And I sat down and I was like. Yeah, think about it. Like, wait a minute. This yes, you have. Yeah. I don't know. But I don't know why we minimize. I know. I, I really that's one thing I would like to figure out. Like, why did I minimize what happened to me? Mm. Yeah. I think that's something that we all do, whether it's that type of thought or anything in our life. Sometimes we find something to minimize, even if it's an accomplishment, Mm -hmm. we find something that we're minimizing because um, maybe we're in a space where we feel like not worthy. Like, well, I accomplished this, but I'm in a room with other people that have accomplished this. So that's, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Deserves the light or whatever, but. I think it's something that we just need to get over. Like the next thing I accomplish, I'm selling every fucking body. As you should. I'm celebrating. Right. Shot it from the rooftop, sis. Um, I made a straight part. Period. Okay. Listen, <laughs> when I be at the grocery store and my budget be a hundred dollars and I go over three, I'll be like. And they don't say decline. I'll be like, won't he do it? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Out. And then what? you get that overdraft fee. <laughs> I ain't never actually got an overdraft fee, which is crazy. Like, I feel like a real adult. Never had an overdraft fee. That's Look at awesome. that. You got time. <laughs> I love it. Turn off your own mic. <laughs> you got time. <laughs> I think that's rough. Yeah, we just got to start celebrating. Not just like all of the small stuff. Like not just the big stuff. It, yeah. What's the real. next thing you're going to celebrate? My birthday. Yeah. No. It's April 3rd. So it's not this week coming up. It's Two the weeks. Following week. Yep. It's on a Monday. Ooh, but it's on the calendar. Right. I'm like, yeah. yes. definitely. what are we doing? I don't know. I, was just, I need some ideas because I, I, I ain't lying. I want to turn up. <laughs> yep. It's saying Nicole. I do. I really, I feel like I want to just turn all the way up. Period. Because I don't think y'all never seen me turn up. Ooh. I'm like, I'm not sure that we. That's have. okay. It's 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 a whole month of April, babe. Don't even. It's no, okay. the, it's the um. What's the name? That's I was gonna say Sunday Fun Day, but there is a um. Paint the city teal that Sunday. Yeah. That's, that's what that's what we need. we said we were gonna do that anyway. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm all in because part of who I am is part of that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that'll we, be dope. We're definitely that'll be real dope. So that's what hey. we're gonna do. and then maybe we can go do something afterwards. Go go get some no, margaritas. No, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> we're gonna go get some more margaritas. I'm, I'm not going to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but see, blended margaritas for my birthday. I want to see you and drink some margaritas, right? And then I just watch and laugh. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a birthday gift to us all. Man, that was so much fun. 
Why not with no work? I would love to see that. Girl, fuck, girl, fuck you. Ooh, it was a time. Man. It was a time. It was so hilarious. It was the Ruthia drunk. She said, y'all, they put liquor in here. They put that. Hey, did y'all did y'all know y'all put liquor in here? <laughs> oh God, what happens at Motown to stay at Motown? You tell it too much. <laughs> but I want to rewind that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm ain't gonna be thirsty. <laughs> That's okay. We it was it was great though. So yeah, so I don't know. I'm I'm open for ideas because I'm really I really want to do a Get lot. Getting drunk is not one. <laughs> <laughs> that was so entertaining. It was very entertaining. And that's what I want. Like, I want to laugh. Um, I think I, I don't want to cry. I'm, I'm probably kind of all cried out. But I want to maybe laugh till I cry at yep. Ruthia. <laughs> that was so entertaining. I just feel like it just brought me so much joy. I was just so happy the rest of the day. Yeah. Yeah, because it was it was great. I need like, that. So anybody got some? Girl fuck, girl fuck you. Since <laughs> <laughs> that's the only button that's working right now. <laughs> mm -mm, we should do the rage room or an escape room. Oh yeah. Room. Oh, we did talk about the rage yes. room. Yes. We should do either a rage room or escape room. I'd rather the rage room. Yes. But I'm glad you brought that up because um, I kind of want to go back to what we're talking about so we can um, talk about our organization <laughs> that we started. <laughs> so out of this podcast and out of our healing journeys, we began our organization, which- I don't remember that part. I think I was well, I'm, I'm bringing it back to your memory. <laughs> Um, so I'm also going to hold both of y'all accountable because <laughs> this is, this is what we're doing because we're going to continue to talk about this and we're going to continue to be advocates for this and we're going to continue to be, I don't remember the lady's name, but we're going to, we're all thrivers of sexual assault. Exposed podcast. Yep. Um, exposed podcast. So don't get quiet now. Cause it's happening. I already been working on. I don't really see myself of, as a thriver. Why? You know? I think I'm. I'm still healing. That's okay. You can heal and That's thrive right. simultaneously. Yes. Let me Google. Google. What does thrive mean? I'm the person who came up with that. Really, I like it. They were survivor, and I was like, I looked up thrive. Thrivers. They can't hear you in the microphone. <laughs> the word thrive is ongoing. Survivor mm -hmm. is. A state thriving is always moving. So, so you. So yes, you are. You are a thriver. You're a thriver you because you have moments where you have moments where you didn't survive, but you fight through it. So you're thriving through that. Mm -hmm. That's you're where you thriving. are right now. What if so, I just want to be a healer? Accept what the hell I'm saying. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Tommy. She needed that. She needed that. Okay. This face is so serious. That's how you talk to your kids. Yes. They're like, Dad, stop yelling. I'm not yelling. <laughs> it's the sternness. I'm gonna fucking laugh at my daddy all day. Hey, sorry, you're not scary. Sir, you're not scary. Hey, you did what I said. <laughs> I think that takes a lot to claim. It but. does, but that's why you're not alone. 
you've got support. Yep. I think I need another adjective. Is that the right word to use? Adjective? Okay. Yes. We can find them, but my pronouns are well, whatever <laughs> adjective you look Rich up, and famous. We still started in this organization. So that's that. Well, that's so you my pronouns are try and me. <laughs> he keeps saying stuff, but you know, not into the microphone. I don't know. I think that's gonna that's gonna take a little bit for me to claim. That's okay. That's all right. Everybody is not gonna be in the same place, and that's okay. And that's that's what we that's what we're gonna be doing. Everybody showing people that they don't have to be everybody in the same place, but you're still working towards it. You're still working towards thriving. And you're open for it. Right. Am I? Yes. Yeah, and you're open for Clearly. it. Clearly. We wouldn't <laughs> yeah, be here. To, to, and you're we open wouldn't be for having it. this this conversation if you weren't. Like you even came a, a long way. You went do you from, feel like a thriver? Yeah. Do you feel like a thriver? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm, that's nice. You went, <laughs> but that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> I'm sick of <laughs> I can't hear being nice to you. Oh. Now the roles are reversed. I don't want to be by myself. I want to be like y'all. No, I just don't feel like I'm 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 where I want to be. So I feel like it's a I have a lot of work that I want to do and accomplish mm. before I can say that I'm on that other side. I don't feel like a victim, but I also don't feel like a thriver. Okay. So there's a different space somewhere in there. Healing. Mm-hmm. That's okay. I'm that's, working through it. I feel like that's okay. I will say that I um I trickled a little bit of the conversation to my mom. Um, I did tell her I was going to therapy, and I am t- openly talking about my assault. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like, "Oh, I'm here, and I support you, and that's good. Whatever you need." Um, and I was like cringing, like, "Do I just say everything fuck now, or do I just wait and I just give her?" Time yeah, I kinda- feel like. I can't tell you how to approach your situation or your parent. I should hit her with a belt. Oh, my God. No. But I do feel like you should give bits and pieces just slowly. I mean, I feel like getting giving all of that. (laughs) Giving me all of that information. Ruthia, read the definition (laughs) on the screen, please. I'm sorry. I don't. um, I'll read it for you. A survivor (laughs) is a person who lived through hardship or disaster. A thriver is more than that. It is someone who not only goes through an exceptionally positive or threatening life event, but shows subsequent growth because of the experience. Subsequent you growth. is a thriver. <laughs> <laughs> you is a thriver. <laughs> that was that, that was that principle coming out. <laughs> you is a thriver. Got a little mustard seed face. <laughs> That's all you need. I love it. You is a thriver. You is a thriver. You is smart. You, you is, is important. important. You, you is important. important. You is a thriver. You is a thriver. You is a thriver. <laughs> That's the name. So you is a thriver. I got change, I got change now. <laughs> you have it. What did you have it? You is a thriver. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I told that voice. That is rough. 
So what is the next thing you're going to celebrate for yourself, Denise? Because she said her birthday. Um, when I finally get some uh, insurance therapy, that's what I'm going to be celebrating because I was doing that and then I changed jobs. So you can have a session as low as $25. Okay. I'll keep that in mind. Yeah. Where? Go ahead and send it to the group, sis. Um, I, I, I can't pronounce it. That's okay. Just, I just I'm pretty it sure group. it's Comby Sessions. Um, it's her Instagram. Um, but she, she like my best friend now. Like her whole thing is that she can be your life coach, your therapist, and your confidant. And literally, she embodies all of that. So yeah, I think that'd be good for you. For sure. Yeah. Light of the last. Right. I like the fact that when I said I needed um, a therapist that looked like me, I know a lot of us be like, well, I need somebody that's like me. Like, she she like me. And she know how to talk to me. She'd be like, you is a thriver. Like, she really <laughs> yeah. She'd be on my neck. Like, and that's, I feel like. I got your phone number, sis. And I know I how to find you. I think that's what we need. We got to stop. That's what I was about to say. That, that's, what, that's exactly what we need. Mm-hmm. People who are, because we most of us. Um, not just in this room, but as black women, we are the hard, strong black woman, you I'm know, and independent. I can do it. I got it. I'm good. Even when I'm not good. Mm-hmm. And so we definitely need somebody to be on our necks. Like, no, you're not good. And I need you to recognize that you're not good. Listen, I'll be feeling her pop me through the phone. I'll be like, whoa. But we need that. We need somebody who's going to be 100% honest with us. Like, we think that um, someone being our friend means that they got to be they be our yes man. That's not what a true mm-hmm. friend is. A true friend is going to tell you, hey, you need to go get you some help. Or, hey, you need to not do this or you need to stop or whatever whatever the situation yeah. is. Like, we need to be 100% definitely. honest with each other. Or, hey, you out of order. She definitely you held know? me accountable for all kinds of things. And, like, I say... And I'm always like, oh, I want to heal. And I, I'm ready for the next level. And then it'd be like, oh, the other side looks scary or mm-hmm. it's it's going to be heavier. Or maybe I'm, maybe I'm doing this too soon. But she definitely holds me accountable. And she gives me um, tasks and things to do throughout mm-hmm. the week or in between time. It'd be like, have you done it yet? Mm-hmm. Did you start it? Do the first sentence or take, you know what I'm saying? Like do it in yeah. bits and pieces. So I appreciate her not forcing me mm-hmm. but also being that person that's gonna be like oh okay well did you need help or did you want me to walk with you on it and so mm-hmm. i definitely she's super encouraging and you know she's she's literally what i needed yeah like that's good don't thump me or nothing but you might need to be thumped yeah well, you she, said you was hard-headed so i'm very hard-headed she and she noticed finger, that but asap like Oh, I know exactly how to deal with you. And I was like, <laughs> wait, I wasn't ready. <laughs> like, wait a minute. But I do appreciate it. So I hope everybody finds that perfect therapist. Cause so I hear a lot of people say, well, therapy don't work. No, you're not doing the work. Right. I was say you have to allow it to work. It's not all on the therapist. Uh, again, I know, but people want to show up and have instant results. Like you didn't get to where you are in a matter of a day. Right. You know what I mean? There was that's like me time. saying that I had two therapy sessions before the pandemic and it didn't work. 
well, the pandemic happened and the world was shut down for three years. Because so. you have to, you got, it's work that has to be done. Like the task that she's giving you, she's mm-hmm. showing you how to apply it. So that you can continue to mm-hmm. to do to do that, but a lot of yeah. people really don't want to. Like you know how you you start a diet and they say write down everything you're eating for today, and then people don't write it down. I be lying. You get what I'm saying? I be lying. Really like, I don't really to, need to put down that second. You don't want to be accountable. You don't want to be. <laughs> you know. So I think that that's, that's what it, we twigs. do. I ain't need to put, you know, right. I need to put that I had three candy bars. Right. I put a Twix, but even though I had four. <laughs> Twix today. It was like two in a package. And I had four packs, but it's still Twix. I said a Reese's. I didn't right. have to say it was a king size Reese's. Right. I said a Reese's. Jeez, all about business. Dang, you asking too much. Yeah. So I think that people just really don't want to do the work that going to therapy um requires. Oh because it's a lot of work that you it's a lot of work because you're trying to unlearn things that you've learned. Is it so far, even just having the first two sessions, it has shown me how to notice my triggers. Mm-hmm. Or different things that, um, like even just saying, no, I'm not a victim, or no, I haven't, like I haven't been a victim of a crime. Just that, like I didn't correct it in that moment, but I sat in and I was like, hmm. And I needed to notice why I didn't say that, or why do I feel it's like I took it home with me and kind of, mm-hmm. you know, work with it, and I, you know, yeah. So yeah. it's definitely helping, but you, but you have to be willing. You do. Got to be willing. I think I probably should go back, start again. Yeah, I'm all for it. You yeah, got some more um stats. statistics. Yeah, but I don't know if we need to. You sure? Do that. You 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 printed them out. They from 2022. That's all right. They ain't going nowhere. You know, so we can talk about it another time. So before we we get up out of here, though, I do want to say how being on jury duty and the whole it happened to be a sexual assault of a child was. It was heavy. It was it was a lot. And um, I try my best to go in there with with. No prejudgment mm-hmm. um, from my own situation, but the evidence was there, you know, and everything. So it, it made it a lot easier. But I will say I did walk out of there feeling good that I was able to bring some type of relief to the family, um, being a part of that, as well as like I felt like I was finally able to speak up, not just for her and for other people that were sexually assaulted, but for myself, too. It was like mm-hmm. we're finally getting like to see it in action. It's like, OK, so it does work. You know, if speaking up will get you somewhere because a lot of people speak up and then they be like, well, what's going to happen next? Or just the whole, you know, what I'm saying, well, no one believes me or now nothing happened. The police came and talked to me. I went through even just going through a whole rape kit. That is. Oh, I've been in a room with someone who did it. And it was like. Jesus. You know that that's hard alone. So just being able to see that now, I wouldn't say the, the end of the road, but seeing that step being taken mm-hmm. was healing and relief for me. So it was just like the whole trial was hard. Seeing um, the body cam footage of the police officer how distraught the young lady was, and um, just his him not having no compassion, <laughs> not even for himself. Like he didn't even care to say he didn't do it. Like just seeing that. For whatever reason, God put me in that space. 
I'm a, I'm a figure it out. But it was just like it, it was so many levels. Just seeing him not have compassion, not even for himself, seeing her raw emotions, the family's emotions behind it, and like all the things that took place. Like it, it gives me the encouragement to. It's still probably not too late. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I ain't going to trial or anything for my situation, but at the same time, it gives me the the, the idea that I can still speak on it and still get that type of relief. Mm-hmm. That's good. Therapy within therapy. I go. He gonna keep using me, huh? I mean, you don't. It clearly wasn't an accident that you were on a sexual abuse case. I was like after and all time, of this. And all the time you didn't think you was gonna get picked for the actual I was like, I'm finna go in there with some snacks and chill. I had my little book and everything. I was like, No, I can't read. Okay. <laughs> you can't read? Okay. Um, not during certain processes and you can't have your phone during certain stuff either. So I, I was that. I was just in there like so I mean it was a, it was it was a different experience, but I think just it, the whole case in general, it being sexual assault of a minor was, it was a lot. And it's like, I don't wish that on nobody. Being, you know, it was so many women that was in the jury. It was just like, seeing them just cringe in their seat after certain things were said was just like, how do we all like decompress from this? Just being in the jury, not having the, the notion of, one of us may or may not have had been sexually assaulted before. Mm-hmm. How do we decompress from this? <clears throat> like, I think that there should be some type of something given to the people who are serving on the jury. Yeah. Because you sitting in there with this information and all that, it's all being unloaded until you. Right. I'm like, that's right. heavy. Like, what? It's a lot. Because some people won't take that with them. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, the one lady, she won't sound like, I have kids. I would never want that. And I'm just like, mm, she's going to need some therapy because you got to be able to release that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Hopefully, you know, she, the, the young lady involved, hopefully she gets some type of relief from knowing that he is found guilty. Mm-hmm. That's my piece on it. You said it. Yeah. Tommy, are you done? Did you have any last words? I have no last words. No. <laughs> Why are we laughing at me? The way you took up that mic, I knew it was going to be some bullshit. I thought he was really about to, like, the one went deep, Dr. Phil. Right. No, I want to commend you guys on the bravery on. And talking about this and reflecting on it and coming back and talking about it again because literally between all three uh, stories, uh, I was y'all can't see me on the camera, but I don't look like I'm paying attention. But when I'm moving my pencil and whatnot, I'm paying very close attention. It's just one of those habits I have, and I was holding back tears, like literally. It was not it was not an easy listen, but um, you guys needed it, and recovery is just talking about it and. Uh, Absolutely. It's an honor to be a part of it. See, I even initiated the whole like re-recording today thing today. I'm looking forward to being with y'all. So we appreciate Aww, that. Thank you, Tommy. DNRT. Okay. I will say this since 
the um, last episode, I've had people inbox me and say, I believe you. I haven't. I haven't heard. But that's okay. I've, if I've they reach out to you, I'm going to say that. Right. That's <laughs> yeah. And it was like, seriously, I love it. Wow. Right. Okay. Some people are actually listening and they they know it's me. Yeah. yeah. That was a little scary, but it was also like, I did that. You did. Finally, you did. I it. finally did it. So, and it's more to come. Is it? Yes. Yeah. As yeah, it's more to come. You didn't. You didn't hear We're her say that. You but didn't I'm hear her you know, say we we started an organization. Like, yeah. It's it's more to come. Yeah. It's this more is, to come. This was the beginning. Now yeah. both of y'all, you are. Th- this we started. I mean, this is what me and you talked about. This did we? This DNR podcast led to something else mm-hmm. you know like I feel like we owe it to other thrivers did she go with that word again I'm serious I feel like we owe it to other people who may have been af- afraid to speak out or who may be buried like me or who just still dealing with it or you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying we all in three different places but it's just like I think we all in the same room yeah know? Oh yeah. yeah, absolutely. She's somewhere else. We in different places. <laughs> I mean, different places in our healing journey. Mm-hmm. Mm. Tommy, you're gonna try for a healing journey. I want to see where Nicole is because <laughs> I feel like she way beyond me. I don't have what. Do you have a chart for a healing journey? Um, <laughs> the next episode. You don't need a chart. <laughs> you got the organizational chart. chart. Hey, they be. Yeah, but you have to have a model to you know work your thoughts through, or else they just all over the place. I mean, Once you, you can. Models. <laughs> 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 Niggas go <gonna> need. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't me this time. It wasn't me. It was. Oh man. You told me to get the microphone. <laughs> I was being nice. I needed to hear your opinions. You want to hear my voice? Oh. <laughs> okay. So. Hey, Ruthie. So, any yeah. final thoughts? Yeah. To the to hey, any Ruthia. ladies that are listening. <laughs> Show your ass. <laughs> I love it. So, to any ladies that are listening, um, I want to say to you. I see you, I hear you, I believe you. We want to say that. And to any guys too that mm-hmm. you know feel that as well. All right, y'all. What we pulling the plug on? What are you individually pulling the plug on? Not showing up for myself. Mm-hmm. That's it. I'm saying that's it. That's that's for real. I am pulling the plug on <laughs> Tommy. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> I was trying to. Pull it. He was like, <laughs> no, seriously, I'm pulling the plug on. Um, hesitating on my healing journey. I'm gonna just stop hesitating and just yes. push through because you is a thriver. You is. A Can I put a plug or something? 
Yes. Am I allowed? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Based on y'all stories that like the foundation are um, all on like poor men behavior, poor behavior from men. I want to pull the plug on bum-ass men who have lowered the expectations so much for men that good men don't really have to do much mm. to actually uh, get the attention of a woman. Jesus. Like just the basics. I, I I can do the basics, and I was like, oh my goodness. I'm like, I ain't did I ain't did nothing. Like who? Like so, hearing y'all story puts it into perspective. Um, like just being like, I'm divorced, but I see my kids on a regular basis. Like you're such a good dad. It's like, no, I, I, it's actually not. I would like to see them more, mm -hmm. but I, you know, this is the, 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 dynamics the right. The court has said, this is how you're going to do it. And you know, this is how we're going to do it. But that expectation, like I, I see them like every other weekend, like that's not, that's not good. That's, mm -hmm. that's awful. That's awful. But I'm a good dad. And I hate that because there's niggas out there that's terrible that make mm. that look good. Mm -hmm. right. right, 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 right. So mm -hmm. um, I want to pull the plug on that shit. Yeah, thank you. Can we cuss on the pull the plug shit? I, mean, <laughs> I did already. <laughs> I mean, too late. So I just <laughs> my network, but we cussing right. this shit. <laughs> the fuck? The fuck? <laughs> of course, Denise, but don't never want to wear it. All right, y'all. We about right here. Thank y'all for listening. That button doesn't want to work either. Are you, are you girl, fuck, girl, fuck you. Okay. 